0: Welcome to the VoiceMe podcast. I'm Andrew Sutherland, founder of voiceme.co.za, and in this episode, I'll be going over some best practices for voice artists and some issues that clients have with voices that don't follow them. The VoiceMe podcast information and advice on the world of voiceover, presented by voiceme.co.za, the South African search directory for voice artists and related services. Casting directors, project managers and clients who hire voice artists listen to dozens of demos and auditions for jobs almost every day, not to mention attending live directed sessions with the artists that they hire. Needless to say, when going through their review process with such a wide range of potential choices, they tend to notice trends and inevitably develop some negative feelings and issues when things don't go right or up to professional standards. Avoiding these issues should increase your chance of being their preferred choice of voice for their project and streamline any recording session, whether it's from your home studio or when you've been booked somewhere else. So let's go over some of these best practices and issues you should be aware of when submitting quotes, demos, or auditions to these decision makers and some tips for when you're in the recording session itself. (coughs) Firstly, artists arriving late to the studio. Punctuality is an absolute must. Always arrive early for your directed sessions or be online in the meeting room before the client or studio connects with you. Time is money and the clients are paying a lot for it and most likely have other meetings scheduled too. If you're late, everything else that happens after is delayed as well and this can affect clients' budget. If you are running late for a good reason, Make sure to communicate with your client as soon as possible so that they're kept in the loop. There's nothing worse than having to wait and try to contact an artist that's late and they aren't responding to calls or emails. Next up, artists who try to do jobs other than their own. For example, they tell the producer how the script should be read, they tell the scriptwriter that there are grammatical errors, etc. I assure you, the clients in the room and the scriptwriter will pick up those errors on their own. Bringing these up from your side mid-recording makes them seem incompetent and nobody wants that. If you do notice any errors, simply clarify and ask questions in a professional manner before you start recording and let them make any adjustments before you start. That way, they can do their job and you can do yours. That said, when you do need to take charge, whether there is an experienced creative director or many excited but wildly inexperienced clients all offering their thoughts, always stay professional. Being an authority in the session may sound daunting, but it frequently comes down to some key things. And if you're working with an experienced sound engineer that's confident with your clients, they'll be even easier. Have an audio reference. Presumably you were selected for the job thanks to an audition or a demo. Keep that recording on hand to play back in the session and ask for specific feedback on it. Perhaps they want you to change the read or emphasize something differently. Having this reference will get everyone on the same page from the start, even if it means that they direct you in a totally different direction for the final recording. When direction and feedback gets overwhelming, Request a primary director. Some sessions can be full of people all pitching in. Not only is this disorienting, but it often leads to contradictory direction. Asking for one primary person to provide you with guidance and feedback keeps things moving. Let that person consolidate the notes from all the others in the room. Confirm the delivery requirements. This would apply to projects when you're the one doing all the editing instead of a sound engineer at a studio. Demanding clients may expect you to send tons of takes, all individually edited, which is a time consuming and unreasonable request in most cases, especially for longer scripts. Delivering a file with only the best takes is pretty standard. But if they want lots of takes for safety, that's fine. But they should offer some extra budget for the editing time. When quoting for a job like this, Include a line item for editing and processing the recording, if you're the one that needs to do it. Clients also need to be upfront with you about their delivery requirements in the quoting process, so you know what they expect from you in this regard. Always check what they need before you quote, so every possibility is covered. It's easier to take a fee out of a quote, than add one in after the fact. Personally, when quoting for VO jobs, I always add a little studio time to my quotes as a separate cost, as a standard. If the client are happy to take the best takes only, it's also essential to mark and note these in the recordings as they happen, especially if you're the one doing the final edit. Always keep your entire project backed up just in case they request one of the takes that didn't get marked. Another common issue is voice artists who don't see the big picture of the script and therefore don't read it appropriately. For example, if the script is a documentary and you read the lines very salesy or fast, this won't fit the style. Taking a moment before the recording starts to listen carefully to the brief from the director and taking notes on what they want will help you avoid this problem. Approach every script in its entirety, Understanding the big picture from the get-go will make it a lot easier to deliver the quality read that the client is looking for. And this is especially important if you're recording from home undirected. If the job came in without a clear brief, ask for one. Don't be afraid to ask qualifying questions of your client. Your idea of what the right way is to read a script may be very different to what theirs is, and you need to make sure you get it right. Often, producers complain about voices not giving it their all and losing energy and concentration throughout the recording process. Now, we've all been there. Dozens of takes of the same script for options or the 30-minute induction AV with tons of corporate lingo and jargon does get tiring. But part of your job as the voice is to make it sound the opposite of that. Keep in mind the client's target audience listening to the final product. Part of your job is to keep it engaging no matter what the content. If you feel like your energy is dipping, ask for a five minute rest at a convenient time between takes or sections. The whole production will be better for it. I promise you the client and the producers are fully aware of how boring their long scripts can be. But being professional and giving them your absolute best throughout goes a long way to keep them happy. Many clients have problems with voice artists not following direction or just taking too long to get it. It's your responsibility to deliver what they want. So ask questions when necessary so you fully understand the script and its intention. The quicker you get it, the smoother the session will go. When asked for multiple takes, you should be able to clearly hear the differences and define what has changed learn and practice how to inflect words to give meaning to your reads and be able to change those inflections when directed to do so make sure you have a pen and make notes on your script when needed so you don't miss any direction you should also know how to use your equipment for instance as a voice artist you should recognize when your mouth is clicky or if the recording is popping and know how to adjust your position on the mic to fix it. If you need help to adjust the mic itself, ask and the engineer will assist. Part of your role as the professional voice artist is knowing how to use the equipment correctly for the best results. So if you're on your own, you need to know how to do this. Clients and producers and engineers don't want to have to coach you in session to get it right especially if it's a remote session where they can't adjust things for you. A complaint I get occasionally is about voice artists who think they know everything and show off. Mentioning big clients and boasting about other campaigns they've voiced, your ego has no place in a professional setting. You're there to read and speak their words, nothing else. Now, that doesn't mean you can't be friendly and share a relevant story to keep the business relationship healthy, but do so at the right time or when the job is complete. Work first, network later, and please don't bring along a whole entourage of friends to your session. Most recordings are confidential until launched. Only you need to attend. And bringing along your buddies makes you seem incredibly unprofessional and uncaring about the project. And the chances of a repeat booking from that client go right out the window. Many clients I spoke with were also bothered by artists who did not invoice their services correctly or needed to be reminded to send an invoice. Some even mentioned they didn't receive payment information such as banking details or their tax numbers, the price they charged was different than quoted or additional costs were added without notice. Always make sure you have negotiated and quoted an amount that has been accepted by your client and you have terms and conditions in place so that if for whatever reason, your fees do need to be revised, like if additional usage areas are required or the script ends up longer than quoted for, you have something in writing. Be specific on your quotes and make sure your client understands exactly what they're paying for. Include all your billing info on every quote and invoice. Clients do not want to have to chase you for information that should be there as standard. If you want to get paid, you need to give them everything they need to do that. And that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope I've given you some things to think about. But if you have any questions, please feel free to leave a comment or reach out to me and my support team at support at Or give me a call on 861 voiceme, 0861-864-2363 if you're in South Africa. And to sign up for a Voiceme profile, register from the homepage at voiceme.co.za. I strongly believe a constructive social environment for our users, whether they be artists, clients, producers, or talent agents, is highly beneficial for our industry. Like, follow, and engage with Voiceme and each other on at Voiceme on all social networks. If you like this episode, please like and subscribe so you don't miss our next one. I'm Andrew Sutherland and that's it from me here at VoiceMe for this week, cheers for now!